I'm Evan Sutter. I'm the author of Awake, founder of social enterprise Hapsley, a one-on-one coach, a keynote speaker, and host of Sutter Faction. My life changed in 2013 when my Mike brother invited me to come and live with him in Thich Nhat Hanh's Plum Village Monastery in France. It was a chance to slow down, stop running away from my suffering, sit before my discomfort, and find contentment outside the pleasure trap. After the monastery, I solo traveled the world, delving deeper with every adventure, getting comfortable being lost, connecting to my values, softening my sharp edges, slowing my ruminating mind, questioning my why, and opening my heart. I've failed many, many times, but I've learned that it's not about always being perfect or always being happy, but maybe it is more about having a full life. And with a full, engaged, and interesting life, it is inevitable that we will suffer. What is more important is having the skills and tools to still enjoy life when we do. So today, in collaboration with 5 Minutes For Me, I'm going to share free skills from my unique well-being book meets journal, Awake, that can allow you to still enjoy life and grow even amidst the uncertainty, chaos, and fickleness of life. 1. How are you writing meditation? Spend five minutes writing down everything that comes to mind about how you are. Don't make any judgments, just write and get to know what you're really feeling and thinking deep down. Writing is another tool that is great for allowing us the time and space to really observe and examine how we are feeling. We find ourselves of limited time due to the speed of our modern lives and historically powerful tools such as writing are disappearing out of our lives. We leave our emotions and feelings unattended and those feelings that aren't positive get stronger and stronger and simply become a well-ingrained habit. We need to sit with ourselves free from distractions for just a few minutes each day and ask ourselves how we are doing. We throw how are you out to everyone around us, but we never actually truly answer it for ourselves. By opening up this conversation, we can see if certain things are weighing us down and in certain times, places and people are affecting us more than we know. It doesn't matter if you aren't a good writer, just write how you feel. Simple. Two, practice gratitude. This practice is powerful, and you may find that you have more and more meaningful meaningful things in your life as you write. We can get in the habit of churning through the days without ever giving things any real thought. We get stuck in routine of monotony and forget all the amazing things we have every single day that we are grateful for. We get so caught up in our routines that we forget our family, our friends, our interests, our loves, passions, and all the simple things that make life so great. Sometimes we just need a little reminder to boost our energy, our positivity, and our meaning so we can live deeply and more fulfilled in each and every moment. Individuals with greater gratitude are more likely to be inspired and motivated and less weighed down by fears of the future or regrets of the past. Feelings such as fear and regret can manifest in negative attitudes, in reduced focus, poor relationships at home and work, and limited results and accomplishments in our careers and personal lives. People who practice gratitude can create an environment that is supportive and nourishing. To get started, simply write down five things that you are grateful for first thing in the morning, i.e. a healthy body that moves, sees, hears, touches, and smells. Three, eating meditation. 
In the West, we love to rush. And the rushing tends to follow us through all aspects of our daily lives. We become accustomed to rushing for each and every meal we eat. We eat our lunch quickly so we can rush off back to work. Or we eat our dinner quickly so we can race to get the train to meet friends. Before long, these habits become so well entrenched in our everyday lives that doing anything different is a big struggle. And a lot of the time we eat just because it's the time we normally eat. And we are so busy thinking of something else that we don't even enjoy the flavours and the textures that we are eating. We just race through it to get to the next more important part of our lives and then race through that to get the next more important of our lives. Where does it end? Bringing greater attention to such things as eating helps us bring more presence to all aspects of our lives. And there is no point in practicing sitting meditation each morning if we then rush through all other parts of our lives. A simple practice you can implement to get started Just practice eating in silence for the first 10 minutes. This allows us to just focus on eating the food, the one and only thing we are doing in our lives at this stage, and just eat. We don't have to worry about uncomfortable silences or starting conversation with the person next to us. It is refreshing to hear the snap of a carrot without the noise of a television, music, or conversation. It's another very useful tool to help quiet the mind and develop concentration, focus, and presence in every moment. Check out my new book, Meets Journal Awake, full of philosophy, positive psych, mindfulness, emotional intelligence, self-compassion, kindness, and much more, all with practical tips and ideas to boost your well-being in a fun and engaging way. Find out more about me and my book, Awake, at evansutter.com.